Hey everybody, this is John. I'm about to get into a conversation with Kurt. If you tuned in on Tuesday, you know that we're talking about the talk. Um, we're talking about sex and today we'll get into some more specifics and list some resources and, and also let you guys know that RYM has partnered with Christian Focus Publications to produce a few books. We'll uh, probably be promoting those and telling you about those a little bit later. One of them specifically is a book to teach your children uh, about pornography, to, to warn them about the dangers of pornography. So we'll reference that in this talk. Uh, be sure to check out the other podcasts. Here's my conversation with Kurt. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hey guys, it's Parenting Today. I'm back. This is Kurt, and I'm back with my co-host, John Parrott. Hey, John. Hello, Kurt. I said hello this time because I think last time I you said, I never say hello. I know you did. No matter what, I, you you can't. I don't know what's happening here. Anyway, <laughs> one day we'll be good at this, John. One that's day, one day, man. Yeah, that's true. One day, one day we're gonna record a podcast, and like, you know, the Holy Spirit's gonna come down like a dove and be like, "This is the one <laughs> that was actually honoring to God." The rest of them, yes, what were you doing? But one day, hey, um, probably not. As you said, uh, yeah, probably not. Um, as you said on Tuesday, I am uh, in Laurel, Mississippi, and I'm actually using uh, someone's office. And let me just give a shout out to, to Reverend Mike Allen at Westminster Prez in Laurel, Mississippi. He's letting me use his office um, because he was out. But he has uh, some, uh, he's got a, a little calendar, um, you know, that's just got uh, just every day that you rip off. And it's, you know, on Wednesday when we're recording this on Thursday and he's got a joke on it. So Kurt, do you want to hear a joke? Uh, more than anything, I want to hear it. So it says, my boss told me to have a good day, dot, dot, dot. So I went home. Is that not good? Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Are you trying to it? find another one? Yeah, this is some good material, Kurt. Come on, you gotta appreciate this. Yeah, I think I think I think we're clear. We're not gonna get the dove on this podcast now. Okay. <laughs> hey, why why wanted the shrimp? Why wanted the shrimp share his treasure? Because mm. uh, he was small minded. Mm -hmm. that, that's close. <laughs> because he was a little shellfish. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so these are like dad jokes or puns. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm trying to, you know, there's not a cover on it anymore because you just rip them off every day. So I don't know what, hey, what, what genre um, these are. Um, hey, John, I've got one for you then. I've got, if we're doing dad jokes, I've got one for you. Okay. I bought, I bought some new shoes from a drug dealer and uh, I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. <laughs> that, that was pretty good that was maybe a step up from a, a dad joke because usually they wouldn't be talking about drug dealers and stuff like that kurt no that's that's the kind that's the kind of thing that a dad does talk about it's like something that clearly he doesn't he's not involved with but he's trying to sound hip or cool that's that's a really good dad joke in my opinion that's like <laughs> we're right in the paradigm right there all mm -hmm. right we got to keep going um yes. this is this is really derailed uh, mm -hmm. I won't say whose fault it is, but let's yeah. just call him Jay Parrott. No, it's too obvious. John <laughs> P. Anyway, oh, we're talking uh, about. I, the I like how you had to pause to to make sure that you said it right that <laughs> that you uh, executed that properly. That there was a pause there. 
<laughs> Thank you. Cool, John. <laughs> we, we, we might we might edit this entire uh, three minutes and twenty five seconds out, but but yeah, LA. okay. We, we we're, were talking about the talk. Let's yes. we're talking about the talk on Tuesday. We talked about how the talk is really not one talk, but it's a lifetime of uh, talking to your students. We talked about how, um, you know, the way in which our culture has changed throughout history um, has necessi- necessitated the fact that we even have a talk. Um, we talked about some of the pitfalls or some of the tips uh, for talking about sex with your with younger children um, and uh, and how uh, important it is to uh, to use the correct terms for their own safety. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, we talked about we talked about all of those things. And today, um, today, we're going to I think we're going to move a little bit forward. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, when uh, to have certain uh, conversations uh, and maybe how and then also uh, some some resources that parents could avail themselves of if they if they wanted to. Yeah, and and Kurt, I, I want to um, maybe start by asking you a question, and let's let's just uh, think through this a little bit. When when you said kind of when to have the talk, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I think we'd all agree. Okay, there's not just some specific age that <laughs> you need to have the talk, or that you've. Um, are you okay, Kurt? Hello? I'm fine. I was trying to mute my mic. I was we're trying both, to mute my mic before. And every, everyone knows we're both sick. Kurt and I both are sick. And so we're like coughing constantly and sniffing and all that kind of stuff. So we apologize for, for all of that. I thought, thought you were getting really sick, Kurt. So, um, uh, yeah. So, Kurt. Sometimes you, sometimes you talk, John. I just, I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> it's just the, yeah, the gag reflex. It just starts going. It's just, man, there's something about that voice. That's um, trend, so um you know is there a danger in talking about it talking about this too early with our children is there something you know i I mean as we said okay we've got to have an understanding of sin here we we you know rooting this in genesis 1 that this is a good thing and we want to tell our children about the truth before they hear lies from the world do you think there is a danger of talking about this too early or too often uh, with children what are your thoughts on that well, the, I'll answer the second one first. And yes, I do think that it's there's a danger in talking about it too often. Just as if you avoid talking about it, it becomes um, a taboo or a mystery or something um, unspeakable. Uh, uh, and that grants it a power that it really shouldn't have. Um, talking about it too much does the exact same thing. Um, mm. It creates um, you, you could you could err on either side, um, and that's true uh, about anything. I mean, I mean, I, I just think about uh, uh, the I, what I really think about is Harry Potter and about how no one will say Voldemort's name. Mm. Um, they call him he, he must not be named, and that grants him power mm-hmm. because they don't talk about him. Um, but then. Uh, you know, there's a section in those books where uh, someone actually calls um, uh, uh, Harry Potter to task. I can't remember if it was Ron or Hermione and says, like, you just say the name to get a shock out of people and you're just mm-hmm. saying it too much. You're saying, and, you know, I think that's true about this and really about any topic that is a sensitive topic is that um, we don't want to talk about it so much that it's something that our, we're forcing our, our students to constantly think about it. Um, but we also don't want to avoid it either. And let, let me jump in. I, I, I agree with you, but then also slightly pushing back. And, and I remember there was a conversation. Walt, Walt Mueller um, 
has been on the local youth worker podcast, I think twice now. And he's a name, you know, that we say all the time, the president for center for parent youth understanding. And we had a conversation his second time on the local youth worker about pornography. And I kind of asked that question of, you know, is there a danger of talking about pornography too much and warning our parents about pornography and all this stuff? And I just said, I get sick of talking about pornography and him just kind of saying, well, how, how often does the culture talk about it? And so we do need to see, okay, our, our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. through uh, music that they hear through advertisements, through movies, you know, walking, you know, just through the, lobby of the local movie theater. I mean, you're going to see all sorts of sexual posters. And so I agree, Kurt, that, that if we're talking about this too much, this could be, you know, somewhat of a, um, we're, we're making it more than it is. We're kind of feeding that, that idol of, of sex, um, maybe in a, in another way uh, that the culture isn't, but, but we've got to be kind of telling our kids, okay, look, the, the culture never stops talking about this. And the culture is always kind of feeding you with, you know, sex is the end all be all. It's the ultimate, you know, God of our culture. I mean, I think I've heard a pastor say that, that sex is the biggest religion in our culture. And so we've got to kind of prepare them for that. And uh, like you said, Kurt, not dwelling on it too much and just feeding them with these these thoughts. But um, we also have to see we do live in a, a culture that never stops talking about this. And so we've just got to yeah. be telling our kids that. Well, I think that answers the first part of your question about the win is that um, I would say probably the error that we make is that we don't talk about it enough. Um, and I think you could make the error of talking about it too much. But I think the uh, the frequency with which you talk about uh, sex and about um, sexuality with your student is going to increase with age. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not going to decrease. It's going to increase. And the way in which you talk about it is going to change. Uh, you know, the way that which you, you talk to a three or a five year old or a seven or an eight year old, you know, the frequency and uh, the kind of conversation that you're going to have with that is a little bit, not a little bit different, significantly different from the way in which you talk to a 13, 15, 18 year old mm-hmm. um, about these things. And you're probably going to talk the, the older they are, the more they're going to be confronted with the broken side of sexuality yeah. in this world. Um, and the more um, that you're going to have to talk about it, not not the you know. Uh, sometimes I think in laziness, uh, what I want to do is I want to say, all right, well, we've had this conversation, so now we're done. All right. So now, but in reality, it's not just one conversation as we've said already. Um, um, but it's a conversation that's only going to increase in frequency, uh, as, as they get older. Um, it's going to require more talking, not less talking um, as they get older. It's not a... Uh, and I think that's a good way to think about uh, faith in general, too. It's because lots of times um, there's certainly an element of evangelical Christianity in our uh, in, in our country, in America, uh, that treats uh, Christianity in that way, too. They say, all right, well, I, I walked down an aisle and I made a profession of faith and I was baptized and that's done. And so now I can get back to the, you know, the daily grind of my life. And um, and now, I've, you know, my eternity is secured and nothing really changes uh, and I just kind of, you know, I, I got that, I got that, uh, box checked off. My, my soul is Jesus's now and I'll be with him in heaven. Um, and in reality, that is not at all what the Christian faith looks like. In fact, the more, uh, that you walk with Christ, the more that you uh, see your own sin. I've heard a pastor mm-hmm. say that it, you know, it's like walking toward a lamppost in the middle of the night. Um, 
And as you get closer and closer to the lamppost, you see more and more of how dirty you are and how, you know, how, how, um, how much you need cleansing. And, and so the, the same is true when it comes, if it's, if that's true, if that general principle is true in Christianity, it's certainly true about uh, talking about sex as well as that, um, as they're confronted with more and more brokenness, you're going to have to talk about it more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, you're probably not going to have the conversation about transgenders, uh, with about trans people who are, uh, who, uh, identify or claim to be transgender, uh, with your seven-year-old. Um, you know, you might have to have that conversation, but you probably aren't, you will definitely have to have that conversation with your 13 or 14 or 15 year old, um, you know, or homosexuality. You might have to have that conversation with your six or seven year old, but you will definitely have to have it with your 12 year old. So these are the kind of things that, um, or people, I'll tell you a funny story, uh, to light, lighten the mood a little bit, but, um, uh, there's a, someone that I go to church with and, um, they, uh, they had a, a friend, a family friend who, um, who had a child, uh, out of wedlock. Um, and their oldest son, they have several children their oldest son said, um, said to their daddy, they said, daddy, um, uh, I thought that you had to be married to have a baby. And, um, the dad said, well, I sat there and I thought about how I was going to answer this question, right? Because that's what I told him is, you know, then you get married and you have babies and that's true. So I was trying to figure out, you know, kid was kind of young, how to breast the subject. And before I could even, the dad said, before I could even come up with an answer, my son said, wait a second, does that lady steal babies? <laughs> so sometimes you're going to be confronted with, you know, some difficult topics from the younger, but the more, the older they get, the more you're going to have to talk about it so that they understand yeah. not not less. So, yeah, yeah. And, and something. Uh, I mean, an aspect of this is we're talking about, you know, having the t- the talk. And typically, I think when we say, you know, <laughs> the, the talk, we're thinking about okay, explaining what sex is, and you know, the mm-hmm. mechanics. You know, to reference our Tuesday podcast and other other specifics about it. But an aspect of you know, as my children have have gotten older, um, is the discussion of of lust. You know, is, is coming mm. up more, and that's an aspect that. You know, it, it seems like, and, and so many thoughts here. I mean, one, you know, just doing student ministry for over 15 years, I've had students that have come from great families. I mean, solid biblical Christian families um, who have not talked to their children about sex, and um, they're just clueless about it. And so, obviously, if they don't, if they haven't had these conversations from their their parents, they just don't have this biblical understanding of what sex is, is supposed to be. And so they're you know, kind, of, kind of figuring it out on their own and having conversations with friends and you know what they see on the internet and, and all of those things. But but also just um, <clears throat> excuse me, knowing, knowing this uh, you know specifically this conversation of, of lust, uh, Kurt. I know you've seen this in youth ministry and me as well of just students speaking openly about how hot you know this actor or actress is and you know talking about certain aspects of of movies of maybe a scene you know and um and to me i get really uncomfortable in those situations because i'm thinking okay it sounds like they're just reveling in lust and we know that the scripture speaks very strongly about lust and the dangers of lust and we know that it is a sin um and so uh, just thinking of trying to, to kind of steer my, my children 
in those conversations and how we can, you know, as we've talked about on this podcast before, Kurt, appreciate beauty and, and realize, okay, that there are going to be, you know, beautiful actors and actresses and, you know, athletes and things like that that are kind of in the public eye that we might notice a bit more and, and talk about, but but also being cautious and and trying to help, you know, steer my children. And so as my children have gotten older and we're starting to watch, you know, some PG-13 movies, there are those, you know, scenes where they're obviously just trying to, you know, evoke just lustful thoughts by, you know, camera angles and what they're focusing on and all of that kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, there are ways in which we as parents have been somewhat desensitized to this, but as we've got to, yeah, I guess it's opened my eyes as I'm starting to watch some of these movies, even, you know, Marvel movies, um, as my children are sitting in the same room with me, I'm starting to be more aware of some of these these things and to you know even tell my children hey look look away you know at the scene and even though there's no nudity in it it's like they're, they're obviously just trying to, to get us to, to lust um and so I, I, that's definitely an aspect of this conversation that as our kids get older we, we need to be talking about this and talking openly about lust and of course that can open the door of kind of some discomfort and awkwardness of us confessing our own sin of, of lust and how um, you know, it's absolutely everywhere we go. Uh, we're, we're dealing with, you know, billboards and magazine covers and, you know, every website you go on has ads and all of this stuff. But um, but I guess, you know, just some reaction to that, Kurt, what, what are some of your thoughts and maybe even conversations you've had with your own students, uh, but just about less specifically? Yeah, well, sure. Like first, um, you know, this is why we're, we're just in different parenting wise we're in different phases um because i haven't gotten to that phase yet i mean we're still watching like the lion king so um <laughs> that's uh <laughs> how old is campbell your oldest he's seven he's seven but i have not really i've i've let him stay on um cartoons uh a little bit long i've purposely kept him on cartoons a little bit longer for this specific reason yeah, um, yeah. is that uh is that there's so many, even even like uh, live act, what I, I guess what we call live action movies, even though most of them are, you know, highly edited. Um, for that specific reason, we have um, I, I've I've just kind of steered him toward um, your classic, uh, I mean like uh, your classic cartoon movies, so Pixar, Disney, um, you know, Pokemon. He's into Pokemon, or so, um, but. Uh, but yeah, so like, I was going to say if I could, I'm not going to push back against that, but um, I want to say when you talk about your own sin with your children, I'm always reminded of what um, um, Corey Tim Boom's dad did. I think he was a doctor and Corey Tim Boom asked him what sex was when she was very young. And, uh, and he asked, he asked her to go pick up his um, doc kit, his bag that he took with him and it was too heavy for her to pick up. And, she said, I can't pick it up. And he said, well, I'll carry it for you for now. Um, I'll help you carry it for now. Um, and then uh, when you're older, then you'll, when stronger, you'll be able to. And he said, and that's um, kind of, you know, how sex is too, is that this is a heavy topic for you and you can't hold it all at once, but I'll, I'll try to help you understand it um, a little bit. And, um, and so just be, just be careful about, um, I, I don't think any of our listeners are so foolish as to just take their emotional dump truck of, of sin and, and back it up, you know, and like yeah. tell their children stuff they shouldn't tell. But I feel like you know, respond, we have a responsibility to say, don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, when we talk to uh, youth workers, 
we tell them, um, you know, I, I teach a class at YLT every now and again on one-on-ones and talking with students. And one of the things I say is, look, these students are not here to counsel you. So don't take your emotional dump truck and back it up, you know, and dump your all of your you know stuff onto them. They're not they can't handle that. That's too much bandwidth. And so we want to be a pro. We want to only, you know, your child. We, we don't know your child. So you know what yeah. your child is ready for and what they're not ready for. But obviously, you know, we need to – I was just thinking about um, – when you were talking about that, I was thinking about a book that Zondervan publishes called Good Pictures, Bad Pictures. And I think there's yeah. two versions of it. It's by Christian A. Jensen. And um, and I, I think there's a, a, a like a, a – maybe a, a preteen version and then like a little kid version. Yeah, uh, you're right. It. I think it's Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Jr. maybe. But, but yeah, there's there's two versions. Yeah. But like talking about the fact that we want to look at stuff, um, you know, that we might we might want to look at things um, that are that are not good for us. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the easy way that I talk about uh, this with um, with my children, but also with youth is, you know, like I really wanted to watch Jaws when I was little. Like I really wanted to like everyone was talking about it and talking about how good it was and how it says scary and the shark and all that and it is i mean I, I think it stands up the test of time it's a pretty good movie um but uh and my parents let me watch a little bit of it but it was the worst thing that i could have done i had nightmares about sharks for weeks on end right and i mm-hmm. so desperate to see this thing and yet once i saw it it had just affected me in all the ways that i wouldn't want it to affect me um, and in a lot of ways, that's how lust is, too, is that we have to be careful what we set our eyes on and what we think about, um, that even when we're by ourselves, that God sees what we think about. And um, if we think about things that uh, are harmful to us, um, it's going to hurt us, even if it doesn't seem like anyone knows about it. It does. It hurts us. And God knows that it hurts us and he can forgive us for these things. Um, but what we do in private matters. Um, what, we do in, what we do in private matters, what we do um, by ourselves is important. Um, and you know, we believe that we're never alone. I mean, this is what Christians believe is not, not like in a Santa Claus is you better watch out. You better not, um, you know, you better not do all the, I don't know. I can't remember how the song goes. Um, but <laughs> oh, you better not cry, which is like such a terrible thing to tell children. You better not cry. Better it's not like stop. just such um, the, an anti-gospel song, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's, that, there is an element of truth to that. And the fact that yeah. there's nothing misses God's, um, you know, no, there's nothing that God doesn't take notice of, but at the same time, we also believe that like God's spirit dwells within us. And so, mm-hmm. um, all that to say is that, um, yeah, we've got to talk to our students about lust and about, um, about, and, and this is like where it has to be a really nuanced conversation because, um, there is like a, there is like something very good about the fact that like you, the, the desire inside of yourself to the desire that you find um, to um, your sexual desire is the desire that God gave you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we yeah. have to be very careful not to stamp it out and be like, and, and yes. don't, don't, you know, like don't that, you know, that's a, that um, like we have to be very careful with our children not to say like, um, it's little wonder that so many Christian couples have like sexual difficulty um, because of uh, it's a little wonder that that's the case because of um because of things like this where we where we have stamped out the yeah. sexual desire and said like this is something you shouldn't 
Yes. So, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's a law. That, I mean, just the bottom line is that that's a law. Is that, yeah, that's that, a law. Christians tell younger Christians, it's stamp this out. But it's not about stamping out the desire. It's about directing it in the right way. Right. Yeah, it's that, about directing it in, in the proper, you know, um, it's taking that energy and channeling it into the proper channel. It's not about like cutting off the valve, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. No, I mean, Kurt, you're, you're bringing up an important point. And I know we brought this up on, on one, of, one of the podcasts, but just, and, and I know I mentioned this, uh, I think on, on Tuesday, uh, of just a pre, or I guess, yeah, it was today, <laughs> appreciating beauty and how can we appreciate beauty and when does it, you know, start getting into to lust? And I mean, you know, that that's a gray area that, that's going to be tough. I mean, I know there's some distinctions we can draw for sure, but what we've got to be teaching our children, you know, if our children are feeling guilty every time they, they're attracted to the opposite sex. That That's not a good thing. We need to say, no, look, you were created as a sexual being. This is just normal and this is okay. And this is good. And try to kind of walk them through some of that. And, you know, maybe even ask them, okay, where did your thoughts go? And okay, well, this might have gone too far here, but, but we, we've got to be giving them, you know, this understanding because they could be walking around with a lot of guilt that they should not have for simply being, mm you know, created as, as sexual beings. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is an important conversation that that's, uh, needs to be an aspect of, you know, the talk. And as our, our children are getting older, we've, we've got to be helping them with this. I mean, especially as they're, you know, getting prepared to leave the home, as they're getting more freedom to have, you know, smartphones and get on the internet with more freedom and go watch certain movies and, and all of that. I mean, we've just got to say, like, this is going to be an aspect. This is going to be Hey, you know, you're going to wrestle with us, um, you know, by the spirit constantly calling for wisdom and, you know, our conscience being a vital gift from God uh, that can guide um, in a lot of a lot of ways. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Kurt, we're, we're at 24, I... 25 minutes. So I know yeah. we need to start wrapping this up. Um, so, yeah, let's... Well, I just wanted to I wanted to jump in and say is that one thing that I think um, as a youth worker, that I, I wish a conversation that parents would have more with their students is um, that they don't weaponize their own sexuality. Mm. Um, and, uh, or when I say weaponize it, I mean, they don't use it to, um, they're, they're going to be encouraged by the world to, I'm thinking about the idea of like flaunt it if you've got it kind of situation, mm-hmm. but like yeah. um, they're going to be encouraged by the world to, um, to weaponize their own uh, sexuality and to use it, uh, as they get older, uh, to use it uh, to their advantage. And um, that manipulative um, kind of behavior is just completely antithetical to the gospel. And um, boys and girls do this. Um, yeah, they, absolutely. Uh, they, um, you'll see um, the way in which boys do it is that they are typically, all right, I'm going to talk in typical terms, but the way in which boys do it is by uh, trying to take conversations further than they should go um, purposely. Um to try to, um, you know, you'll see it in the way that you see if you if you now I'm not on Instagram, but if you follow any teenagers on Instagram, you'll see it in the way that they post um, and and how that they, um, you know, how they manipulate their own image um, and talking to your, you know, your students about that, I think is an, talking about your, to your children about that and saying, look, you know, God gave you, you know, a body and um, he gave you um, these he get maybe you're pretty or handsome or whatever, you know what I mean? 
Um, but that's a gift for you to honor God with. It's not a gift for you to try to uh, accumulate your own glory with or to mm-hmm. manipulate others with. You know? And so to, to get them other focused, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And that's another thing about you know this conversation is to say, like, sex is really about someone else. It's not about you. Um, and, uh, and that, that's a, um, the more that you make it about you, the worse you are at it. Um, the, the more that, um, the more that you make it about someone else, you know, the, the better you are. And so, um, and you know, that, that, that conversation goes a lot of ways that probably, um, that when your child is older that you need to, um, they, the, that conversation leading to a lot of places that probably needs to lead. Yeah. Um, and, but and to get, yeah. to just to get them thinking about someone else. Cause I think that's, you know, that's the essence of Christianity is it's not inward focus. It's the outward focus. So yeah, that's, um, it's, that's informational thought. So anyway, yeah. I know that's and as you, right as we're closing. So I'm sorry. No, about that, John. Look, no, no, I, you know, I don't purposely trying to ruin this podcast. So. <laughs> well, and I, I don't think that's ruining it at all. I think that's important because what you've just done as we're drawing this to a close, as you're showing, uh, how how broad this conversation is because as you're saying things i'm thinking of man that that opens up the door to have all kinds of talks about body image issues and and everything because uh, yeah there's so many aspects to this that we've got to be passing along this biblical worldview for our bodies for sex for lust for all of that and and i mean as you're you're bringing up instagram and everything we we've got to see um that you know word we've we've used is uh, pornification of our culture and that's borrowing from a title of uh, Pamela Paul's book. Um, and so, yeah, some of the posts you're seeing from, from teenagers is, uh, you know, the, the images that they've seen from the culture of ways in which celebrities are posing to try to accentuate their body and, and all of that. And so um, we, we, we've got to see how, um, yeah, the culture has catechized our children to think this way about their, their sexuality. And we've got to be pushing back on that. And so, um, Kurt, I think that's a important thing uh, to bring up. So, so look, kind of, let me bullet point a few things uh, cause we're wrapping this up and uh, maybe some, some books too, that we said would be helpful. <laughs> so again, clear Sounds messages, good. clear messages. We, we think we've got to communicate. Sex is a good thing. God invented sex. Uh, we are created as sexual beings. We should talk to our children early about sex and often in you know age appropriate ways um what we've got to you know be helping them think through we've got to tell them that you know their parents are a safe place to to come and to talk about this and um it's important to have this as ongoing conversations because it will be less awkward and the children will feel more comfortable um, to talk to us about it and then you know as they get older getting into talks about lust about body image um, all of those things, like you said, Kurt, weaponizing our sexuality, I think is an important um, thing because, I mean, the culture is teaching our, our children to use their bodies, you know, and, and so um, to their own advantage, exploit their bodies. And so um, a book you you referenced, Kurt, uh, God Made All of Me by Justin Lindsay Holcomb. That is a great book. I mean, you can start reading that with your two-year-olds and up. I mean, it's it's a very helpful book. Another book that I've used that is, is helpful is called uh, The Talk by Luke. <laughs> by Luke Gilkerson. And I think he uh, works at Covenant Eyes or did work at Covenant Eyes. So that's a very helpful book I've I've used with my children. And I think there's another one, like a sequel um, talking about puberty. Um, And so as you, you know, go to Amazon and look up the talk, I mean, I think the other one I will uh, be kind of listed uh, there in, in related books. Um, good pictures, bad pictures. I've also used that, and that's that's very helpful. And I, I will say, I mean, that's a good book, and it, it's helpful. It's not. 
um, a biblical, there's not a biblical worldview that's communicated through that. And so uh, um, this is just kind of a plug for RYM. Um, we've partnered with Christian Focus Publications. And so there's actually going to be a book coming out either this July or August um, that's that's talking about uh, pornography to our children at a young age. And so it's going to be kind of in a similar vein of good pictures, bad pictures, but it's communicated with a biblical worldview. And so the hope is, you know, that book will be suitable for six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds um, just passing on a biblical worldview and preparing our children um, for a world that's, you know, filled with uh, pornography. Uh, so again, be looking for that. We'll be giving um, some plugs for that. Uh, hopefully that'll be a, a helpful resource. Uh, Kurt, do you have anything else as we're wrapping this up? No, I think that's great. I think it's great that um, RYM is doing that. And um, I enjoyed this conversation. I think that there's probably more that we could talk about, but um, time is not on our side at this point. So thank you, John. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Carter. It was yeah, definitely good. And I mean, probably a good one, you know, to, to revisit, but also bring in um, some older parents, some guests that can speak into this and uh, give us some some counsel, I think would be uh, very helpful. Um, so, Kurt, uh, why don't you why don't you take us out? Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our conversation um, and I guess we'll see you again uh, next week. Uh, but thanks again for joining uh, John and I. Don't forget to check out uh, the local youth worker as well as uh, the RYM student podcast. And also don't forget about the RYM resource page. Um, there's a lot of stuff up there uh, for you there. Um, all right, John, I'll talk to you later. Have a good week. All right, you too, Kurt.